Hey, hey everyone. Welcome to Home Energy Design. How to design a beautiful home and life and make sure it's energy aligned. I'm your host, Amanda Gates, and I'm an interior designer and feng shui practitioner. And these combined skills have made me a floor plan reading expert. Energy design is like astrology for your home and your life. And who doesn't want more of that? I believe in all things pretty. In fact, my team and I love the pretty. But what makes my firm different is that we can help you create designs that are also energy aligned to help you get the home and life you've always dreamed of. Are you ready? Let's do this. Hey, hey everyone, welcome to Home Energy Design. I am your host, Amanda Gates, and I'm so excited today that I have one of my clients with me, Denise, welcome. Thank you, welcome. To me. Thank you for saying <laughs> yes to this. <laughs> Um, it's a little bit uncomfortable. A lot of people don't want to be on camera. Yes. So thank you for doing this. Um, even though she didn't know she was going to be on camera. <laughs> <laughs> Surprise! <laughs> um, but one of the reasons that I wanted to do it this way is that um, I feel like a lot of people that we work with, you know, we get to do all of these really amazing things and all these great transformations but I feel like it's pretty one-sided because you're hearing my version of it. And so that's why I wanted to have right. you on because I thought it would be really great to share the experience with you and kind of hear it in your own words okay. rather than it's fluffy and amazing and you're going to yes. love it. Um, <laughs> so one of the um, things that I wanted to ask you was, you know, kind of what your thoughts of what feng shui was and maybe what you think about what it is now that you've okay. worked with me. To me, feng shui was um, the little box with sand and a rake. <laughs> I love it. Like the Zen master. Right. I guess, right. I would mix that with Zen and it's about having things in the right place to bring peace and harmony, which I don't know that I would have even concerned myself that that's something, you know what I mean? I just am trying to get through life and not putting value to those things necessarily. Mm -hmm. so. And I know that one of the big things was this idea of, you know, is it gonna go against my faith? Is this gonna right. really uh, go against my belief system? And uh, I feel like it's actually quite complimentary. I've worked yes. with uh, everything from Pentecostal Christians to Lutherans to a, a whole mix of um, all faiths actually, Islam, and I feel like it really complements it, but I'd like to get right. your opinion on that. I think so too. I mean, it doesn't conflict. It's not trying to take away from what Christianity says. To me, it's teaching the same principles. It's about, um, not trying to jump ahead, but it's about valuing yourself, which is a core message I think that religion should have. Most religions don't do a good job at that. So it's drawing <laughs> the mind around well, how that looks is a reflection of how I feel about myself. And so I feel like in that context, it is the same as religion because religion is just learning yourself and God's relationship. And so it's all about how all the items in your home are relating to you and affecting you. Mm, I love that. Yeah. And one of the things that um, I thought was really great, you can go back and listen to uh, the podcast with Rachel Cannon. I can't remember what the number is. I probably should have been prepared for that. Um, but one of the things that I loved about her plan is that I felt that it complemented uh, her faith. And she talked about how in um, her whole upbringing, they talked mm -hmm. about the mustard seed. 
And uh, as a child, she remembers going to church and this idea of the pastor saying, all God requires of you is this mustard seed. Mm -hmm. Just this little tiny bit of faith that God and Jesus and the apostles and all of this exists. But as a child, she's told to believe in Jesus and God. And she remembers as a child going, well, where is he? (laughs) And so the pastor then steps in and says, you know, it's a belief, you know, we just need this Mm -hmm. mustard seed and that's all that God asks of you. And so I thought that one of the most beautiful things about it was this idea of the mustard seed, because it's very similar to feng shui. Mm -hmm. A lot of what I do, I think that, and you've heard me say this a lot on the home energy design podcast, and even here on YouTube on this channel is this idea that people often think that feng shui is moving furniture Mm -hmm. or clutter control. And it is, it's a little bit of that a lot of um, basically taking that mustard seed of faith mm-hmm. and this idea of I'm going to do this thing on the sheer belief that I'm going to get a miracle out of it. Yeah. And that's yeah, faith. That is. So now having gone through the process of feng shui, I know that that was a big concern of yours. Um, mm-hmm. And we'll get to the floor plan here in a minute. But I know that now that you've experienced it and we did your home a couple of months ago, what has that process been like for you? And explaining to you the things that I saw, what was that process like for you? I think it, it creates a mindfulness. So then you stop just kind of going through the house as though it's a meaningless. It gives meaning to the rooms and the spaces and to the things in your home. And then it also gives you sometimes, you know, self-help ideas can get kind of like, well, does that mean I should go get a pedicure? It doesn't necessarily, you can't figure out how to relate it. And so it gives you a point of contact. Okay, well, I'm going to do this. And this represents me believing and investing in myself. And this means I value myself and I deserve something good to come back to me. And then also it gives objects that um, where maybe if there was a negative, then I can look Mm -hmm. at that object like a crystal and I can say, well, whatever the negative is, it's all going away. Yeah, that's great. And, and that's a great reference. A lot of um, the idea of feng shui is just to transmute and shift and change mm-hmm. negative energy into positive. And I think that um, a lot of the things that you know I was seeing in your floor plan, if you are listening to this on the podcast, you can head on over to the YouTube channel and, and you can see... Uh, the floor plan, and if you're watching the YouTube channel, you're already here. Um, But some of the things that I saw for you was the small uh, entryway. And so Mm -hmm. having a small entryway absolutely does affect you. It affects, um, it can create uh, just a really narrow sense of thinking and not being able to think Mm -hmm. clearly. And almost like things are closing in on you and and you can't really see the forest for the trees. And it's like things keep showing up and you're like, things coming from um and that then relates to adaptability and being able to adapt to things as things come at you what we really wanted to do was just open that up for you and Mm -hmm. kind of broaden your horizon so to speak um and then the and i think what's really important to mention about this is you hear me talk about the top five disruptors all the time 
And the reason why I talk about these top five disruptors is because it's a great place to start, to start seeing your home in a new way. Very similar to what you were just talking about, about being a lot more mindful about how you see things and what the meaning behind those things are. And if it does have a negative connotation, right? if it does have a negative connotation and it's in one of these areas that's the top five disruptors, um, you don't realize that you're doing it, but subconsciously you're picking up on that. It's like a ping mm -hmm. kind of. Mm -hmm. um, and so all of the things that I'm talking about that were really affecting Denise were the top five disruptors. Um, the three big ones that I listed, uh, her bathroom was in a um, not so great place, but it's a bathroom. It's a modern day convenience. We all want them. I sure do. Right. Um, her front door, which was her entry, which we just talked about. And then this idea of command position, which was in her bedroom. And so the major things that I really talked about with Denise was her entryway, her being out of command, which mm -hmm. means you can't see the door when you're laying in bed. And so right. that can mean danger. That can mean lack of opportunity. That can be that things are coming at her and she can't see them. Mm -hmm. It can also affect your sleep patterns, you know, mm -hmm. feeling insomnia, possibly headaches. So there's a lot of health implications that can also come up with this. And the way that your door walks into a wall kind of blocks you. So it's right. kind of like a double whammy. So if you, you start to put the story together of, um, not thinking real clearly, um, kind of feeling stuck and you can't move forward, um, feeling blocked, um, any type of health implication showing up, you can kind of start seeing kind of the pattern mm -hmm. that's showing up. And then the idea of your daughter's bathroom, that really, the location of her daughter's bathroom is just like failure to launch, you right. know, not being able to get things started, not being able to move forward. And so it's like, this ongoing of getting tripped up. Yeah. And so, um, and the other thing that was a little bit unique about Denise's floor plan is we have this idea of the three harmony. And this is a much more advanced technique, but the idea is, is that um, she's got a lot of water on her property. Mm -hmm. And so by doing that, it's basically this idea of, if you can imagine in a swamp, like uh, there are some trees that do well there, but for the most part, when you, look at a tree and it, mm -hmm. it's in all that water, it's just rotting. Yeah. It, it just falls apart. You can't get your footing. You can't, you're kind of wobbly, so to speak. And then you had all that water at the back of your property as well. Right. So it's like things are washing away. So when I, we went over this about three or four months ago, I can't remember, right. but when I was going over this with you, did any of that resonate with you oh, as definitely. far as what was showing up for you? Yes. Um, and, so I came out and I mm -hmm. helped, uh, what we did is we talked about how to expand her entryway, how to open that up, um, things that she could place and do to start shifting these things. And I know that mm -hmm. I've done some things. I know that you have right. done some things. So what has your experience been like having, uh, placed these, the things that I've done and things, you know, what, what's that experience been like right. for you? Well, and I think it's, you know, what's nice is I'm pretty, uh, frugal. So we're not talking about knocking walls down and all yeah. that stuff. We're talking about as simple as there's this wrought iron ugly thing on the wall, but instead put a painting and just create the idea then when you step in that entry <clears throat> of something expansive and beautiful. Mm -hmm. So, and then um, thinking about um, the, the living room space and making sure that we don't create energy blocks there 
And then I still had these goals in mind of other things that I want to do come mm -hmm. spring because mm -hmm. it was winter when we started. Yeah. Because I really do like what you said about my bedroom being by that decline mm -hmm. and that watery place. And uh, seeing all that just rock and exposed and think that relates to me, I want to do something to beautify that, fill it in, mm -hmm. change that. So that's great. So being able to... Um, I think what's important too is is a lot of times people don't look at their homes as a possible solution as to the things that are showing up in their life. And so right. I think that's what was really great is to be able to see kind of your ahas like that mm -hmm. where um, she has a lot of water in the back of her property that's kind of washing away and it actually represents partnership. And so um, one of the things that you have been wanting to do is, is you're getting to that point where you're ready to look for love and to find right. love. And so this was an, an important factor in her home is that um, in this area that represents her love area, basically, is that there's all this water in it. It's just the sediment is just washing away. And so, again, right. you can't get your footing. Yeah. So yeah. it's kind of all, this story of all these things coming together. And so by putting together this plan of action, so to speak, mm -hmm. we can start to put these parts and pieces together to start shifting and transmuting that energy in a positive way so that yeah. you start getting positive results. So have you seen some things showing up? Have you seen or experienced any things uh, changing or shifting since we've started this process? I, I think one thing is feeling more open about trying to... Um, bridge the gap, trying to go into places, but trying to re-engage social groups, whether it's through churches and pressing yourself to go to a small group and um, thinking about, you know, the people you're spending the time with. And so when you feel better about yourself, and I, I mean, I do think it just has created more of an open mind. It's my way of saying, yes, I am ready. And like you said, you have to shift that energy because for so many years you put this block up. So it's not that I have this magical belief, you know, maybe in a crystal that's dangling, but there that is something that is interesting every day. I pass the crystal that blocks my bed from the bathroom since mm -hmm. we can't change that layout. Right. Okay. And it's my way of saying, I still believe, I still see that for myself and I don't see myself drained and all of my energy running out there. Um, I see energy comes back to me. So that. it changes the whole belief system, which then gives you the boldness to go in and put yourself out on edge and go to a different church or go try to introduce yourself into a group because that's hard to do mm, alone. No doubt. Yeah. Well, what I loved is that you said that you felt more open, which has mm -hmm. a lot to do with your entryway. And you said that um, you didn't feel as blocked, which was your bedroom. Right. Uh, and not feeling so drained. Right. So those are three very, very clear major. things. And I think that um, that's a really important point is that, you know, it, it's kind of like faith when you think like, oh, I'm expecting like the angels to come down. It's going to be this big blast of um, a miracle showing up. And those are three no, I don't want to say insignificant, but almost three insignificant things that are actually very big things right. that are stepping stones to, that lead to a, a big idea or a big change or a big transformation for you. And so I think not feeling blocked, mm -hmm. having more clarity of mind so that you are open, not feeling drained. drained. That's a huge That's one. major, major. And I love the idea of the... Uh, conscious mind going, oh yeah, 
that's there for this reason, that's there for me, uh -huh. that's beautiful yeah. because you're then broadcasting that energy and that's a yeah. huge shift so that you feel like, huh, I can go to a, a different yeah. church or I can go to this community thing or I can go to a book club or I can, I can change how I would normally participate right. by such a small little thing. And I think that's a great mm -hmm. point too is that a lot of what we did at Denise's house was inexpensive. It wasn't a big major ordeal. We didn't knock down any walls. These are all uh, easy things to do that anybody can approach. I've also got some great things on this channel, the YouTube channel. Um, so if you're listening to the podcast, head over to YouTube. But I've got a lot of really great tips on how if you are really limited on your budget or if you have no budget, the things that you can do to significantly change the energy around your home. I've got some that it's just one tip that will change everything. And I think um, one of the biggest things that I've seen in you is just mindset, mm -hmm. you know, and just how you approach things. And, and I think that is a huge thing because again, that's what you're broadcasting. Right. And so that shift then changes what you're attracting. Yes. So that's Definitely. a big change. So what are some of your, you said that you, um, I know one of the things that we still need to do are flags. Mm -hmm. um, you had mentioned the area in your bedroom, but what are some of your things going forward, like the future of, you know, some of the goals that you have and now that you've got this new mindset, what are some of your things that you're anticipating as we come into summer? Well, I, I already, my tree in the front yard, we talked about it being a representation of me, my mm -hmm. one lone tree. <laughs> and so um, my uh, granddaughter had some painted stones <gasps> and, I love that. Yes, and so, and there were five of them, which my thought was, because she was moving, she had to leave them behind. And of course, I'm sitting here, I can't let her lose anything. And I thought, okay, I'll take some in my house. I'll figure out what to do with them. And it's funny because the five perfectly fit encircling that tree of mine. Oh, and as a Christian, five is the number of grace, which makes us think of what Christ did for us. So I was like, okay, this is awesome. So I have these five rocks. I had put a couple of uh, shrub, like uh, plants on either side of them. And so my f plan is to keep bringing company to that lone tree, you know, and bringing that meaning. But I still want to do something that gives a line down that driveway like we had discussed. So I haven't totally figured out. I, I actually, in my heart and mind, I would like to do something that's almost luminous even possibly. You know, like some type of a lighting. Mm -hmm. um, so, but I still, I, I think I'm more excited about, I don't know, I'm equally excited about the inside because I'm waiting to also get a great couch, something to reframe my space in that yes. living room. Yes. Um, but I need my cats to cooperate. <laughs> they're being, they're misbehaving and you can't get new furniture when they're being bad. Yes. Yes. <laughs> So, so they need an attitude adjustment, and then we're going to move on. <laughs> we need to sway the cats. Sway the cats. Well, I want to thank you for sitting down with me sure. and doing this. Again, she didn't know that she was going to be on video, and so um, I appreciate that. I have You're gratitude welcome. for um, you doing this and me putting you on the spot. But I think that it's really important for people to see and hear from an actual client the um, transformation that can occur, how insignificant, seemingly insignificant things can really transpire into big changes in our life and really how yeah. important the energy is in our home. Right. And I loved that she talked about the meaning of the things in your home because that's so important yeah. too. Yeah. So mindfulness, big shifts and changes, 
um, being reminded daily when you see something what that yeah. means and love the five graces uh, the stones yeah. so I think that's great too any little things that you can do um, to just start a shift in how you think about your home looking back I've got a video and I've got some blog posts on the top five disruptors so that you can start doing some of these things for yourself and just shifting how you think about what you think feng shui is mm -hmm. and getting clear about what it isn't it's not a rake in a garden. <laughs> not a rake in a garden. <laughs>